And we're back. Again. For another episode of... Never mind. Never mind, indeed. So, Jensen, um, and hello to all our 15,000 listeners out there. The number of things are growing. It's growing, wow. Really exponentially, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You, you just put something out there and it's... Takes off. The power of the internet, I tell ya. <laughs> um... <laughs> Now, um, last time we were just getting on to back onto the subject of uh, grace and surrender, this idea of letting go, of releasing, of giving up on the search, as we talked about earlier. But I thought we might just explore this um, very interesting and very real dynamic. And that is the idea of this mysterious process that occurs when we stop we the apparent doer, uh, relinquishes uh, the desire, as it were, to change a situation that seems to be intractable. Mm. And, uh, and, and you just give it up. You just say to, you, to yourself, whoever's listening, to the universe, uh, I can't do this anymore. Remember Eckhart Tolle was, had that moment where he was suicidal in the end through just sheer depression and desperation. He says, I can't live with myself anymore. And then in that moment, he had the dawning realisation when he, he said, wait, I can't live with myself. Are there two me's here? Mm-hmm. How can there be two me's? And the paradox that, that was created in, the, in his mind at that moment caused the floodgates to open. Yeah. And his experience was a complete collapse of the, everything that he considered to be real, fixed. And he gets propelled into this state of heightened awareness uh, that he's never really come down from. I mean, he teaches from that mm. awareness. But really, um, it took that catharsis, it took that de- the, the back against the wall, nowhere left to go. Mm-hmm. And I think for some people, and not for everybody, but that is the catalyst that you have to get to is this, uh, you know, exhaustion. Mind finally gives up. Yep. And then what happens? Well, yes. I mean, it's sometimes, um, sometimes, again, I talk about this, this taste thing a bit. And some people in orgasm, for instance, they get a taste of just complete, utter abandonment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of like a glimpse again to, to what we're talking about. But but life deals things up to you. And often when you look back and you, you see these hardships and these challenges and, 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 and sufferings and so forth, and you, you sort of think about all the, the ways you've tried to escape it or to, to try and justify it or rationalize it. And then there can be another hardship. And all of a sudden, it's just like too much. I give up. That's it. Mm. I, I've, I've tried everything I possibly could do and it hasn't done anything fundamentally. So at a deeper level, there's this that resistance that there was there to life in general, that resistance just relaxes so that tightening just disappears not because intellectually you've arrived at a point and gone okay 
that's it. Because if it was just an intellectual exercise, all you'd have to do is say, okay, from this time on, I'm going to be completely happy. doesn't matter what happens. Right. I'm just going to use willpower and that'll be that. But mm-hmm. we know that doesn't work. Right. So this is the, this is the um, point of surrender is that it is, it's, it is from the core of your being. Mm. It is fundamental, fundamentally a relinquishment of you know, any hope, abandon all hope, mm. even hope mm. has to be abandoned. You know, we cling to hope. Sure. Uh, I remember there was a, um, uh, a story about someone that was seasick on, the, uh, on, a, on a vessel, on a ship, and they were green and they were with seasickness and heaving over the side. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone comes up to them, puts their hand on their shoulder with, by way of reassurance and says, don't worry, we've never lost anyone yet due to seasickness. And they turn and they say, don't say that. It was only the thought of death that was keeping me alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hope. Yeah. The hope that there would be an end to this. Yeah. Was, yeah. The, was the last hope that they were clinging to. That's yeah. how terrible they felt. Yeah. But this, this idea really of, of an abandonment is not just intellectual. It has to be. If, if, if you're taking that part, and I'm not saying this works for everyone in every situation in the sense that um, if there's still mind involved, yeah. it can just be an intellectual exercise and nothing yeah. much happens. But I really think, um, in my observation at least, and it, I'm not talking about necessarily the final abandonment of mm. ego to, to attain liberation. Mm. I'm talking about even problems that you're confronting where you hit a wall mm. and you apply it, but the principle still works at that level as well. That you have to just basically create the space and and the space is the end of longing the end of searching mm. and and you create the, and and it's actually uh, something we observe in the innovation cycle when someone's brainstorming and trying to um, invent something or come up with something new I think we talked about this before but there was there is the work that is done and then there's the letting go the release mm. and then there's this incubation period where nothing is apparently happening. Mm. And I'd say that's mimicking what we talk call the surrender process, that you've surrendered the problem and now you just wait mm. and you give up the effort mm. to bring forth. Mm. But because you've done the, the work and you've set up, let's say, the, um, I don't know, it's hard to use language here, you've set up the resonance structure, mm. the solution comes. Mm. And in the way that you just said then that life responds, mm. When you stop trying to control life, you surrender. And that, that flowing in of the experience of the, um, uh, let's say, collapse of identity mm. and the overwhelming experience of the, of the awakening mm. is what we call the grace. That's the descent of grace. Mm. Not that it's coming from yeah. anywhere in particular. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's really, when, when you break it down, with this thing like, when it happens, it's essentially a death before clinical death mm-hmm. because all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden, whereas before there was this real s- struggle for, for identity, for, for, for desire of this, for just things, all of a sudden that's no more. Mm-hmm. And... 
there's no beginning, there's no end. So there's just boundlessness. Mm-hmm. And I think my experience, this, this gradual, for me, it was a gradual thing. I can't say exactly when yeah. uh, the shift occurred, but one day I just realised that the things that used to really tear at me lost the power to do that, that there was no longer any need for anything to be any particular way in order for me to be mm-hmm. experiencing, yeah. you know, a more complete yeah. sense of self. Yeah. Uh, and and so uh, sometimes it is a very gradual thing. It's sure. sort of under the radar, yeah. um, whereas the type of cathartic experience that we're talking about, the Eckhart Tolle sort of thing of... Mm. Uh, I can't do this anymore. Mm. Really, the desperation is some is sometimes the final price that you have to pay. Yeah, because, I mean, I can't speak for him, only for the story you said, but if the I give up is because there is this complete giving up without anything put in that place. So often we say, I've given up all hope, but... There's not really given up all hope. It's just it's just paying lip service to that, and then still there's this hope that such and such will happen. Yeah. Whereas in that instance, perhaps you know what he's talking about is, well, it was complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing more. Yeah. I, I have a small example to share. The last two weeks, I've been trying to establish a seller account on Amazon.com <laughs> to list the book that I've. That I wrote, and uh, and it is has been the most frustrating process <laughs> ever that you could believe. Um, you get multiple automated emails coming back each time you lodge the the documentation that the previous automated email has asked you for. So you're in this endless loop of responding to an automated email with the same information, trying to vary it each time, th- trying to second guess what the uh, robot you know wants you to do. Yeah, and and you really feel trapped that there is there is a sense of just the absolute helplessness yeah. in the situation and yeah. and you know to the point where you feel like crying i mean it was it yeah. was that intense yeah i was witnessing i was watching myself going through this and thinking this is a very interesting illustration of some of the stuff we talk about where um the mind is intensely frustrated with it Obviously, the observer, you know, the awareness is just watching it, you know, as a form of entertainment or whatever. No real, there's no distress at that level. But at the mind level, that you, you sort of think, well, what more can I do? It's, you feel like a rat in a maze and everywhere you turn, it's a blind corner and a dead end. And so finally, I gave up. I just said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I completely surrendered it. Mm. Absolute. Like, I just didn't know. I was... They were calling me. Actually, sometimes I would say, please, someone call me, and they'd call me. And the response of the call would be a sympathetic hearing, and then they'd send me an email where <laughs> I'd be more. back into the automated <laughs> loop again. So I realised that even talking to a human wasn't helping. And, uh, and then in the end, I just let it go. I just thought, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to... And then in that, right after I did that, someone did call me, and they actually had the solution that got the thing listed. Okay. But on, it was an absolute example of letting go, of absolute surrender, yeah. and that's when it comes. Mm. And, uh, and I know I've had similar experiences like applying for Indian visas online, 
and you get this online experience that is diabolical. I mean, it could only been, have been invented by someone that hates humanity because <laughs> it's, it's uh, it just uh, you'll go through five, six, seven, eight pages uh, of uh, filling out forms and then you'll finally get to a page where you can't answer it so you'll hit save and then you lose the whole thing. You go back and you do it again and again and again and you feel like you're a rat on a treadmill. So, uh, and I remember feeling very desperate there. So, good news for everyone out there is desperation is okay, but just remember that sometimes the best thing you can do is just stop trying. <laughs> it, it's interesting, this whole thing, because um, I had the um, opportunity not so long ago, um, a dear friend of mine passed away, and um, I was with him for the last few hours, and Prior to him going, like within the last hour or so, he just, um, you could literally see that, that, that inner, that inner tightening, that inner contraction just moved. And you could literally see the change that took place on his body. Um, so, and it's, it's really beautiful to see actually. And, and, and this is the thing, you know, it's just, it's just this that inner that inner contraction of energy, this letting go, mm. and when it lets go, mm. you know the, the whole physicality of the body completely changed before your eyes. Wow, and I mean I've I've been actually delving into that a little bit myself. Um, the people at their end of their lives are the mm. people that have near death experiences as well, mm. and this is something we can talk about yeah. another time. Yeah. But the idea is that they reach that point where there is nothing more that can be done. Mm. And then, and they might fight up until a certain point, but yep. at the end, you know, th there is surrender. Yep. And the, the experience of even those that come back, or they're the ones that can talk about it, sure. is that in the, at the moment that is surrendered, that they experience an amazing peace and expansion, yep. light, love, yep. you know, visions, angelic beings, or yep. everything was yep. just there. And there was no longer a problem. Yeah. And this chap here that, that, that I knew, he, he had... He really had a tormented life. The last, the last 10 years or so, he was tormented with so many inner demons mm. and, and had physical disease as well. Mm. But it was, it was incredible to see that it just, the whole thing just let go and yeah. it was beautiful. So I guess the, um, we're about to let go now. <laughs> We've got the music starting to take over again. 25 pieces. 24, I think, 24, I think, so. yeah. Um, we could try and recruit another person if you think it would help. <laughs> but um, uh, we'll, we'll let go at this point. I'll just say that one final thing is don't wait till you die. You know, it is possible to actually um, get to the, the bliss, as it were, prior to the actual act of leaving the body. So um, but with that, I think we'll leave you all now. And thank you again, Jensen, for your time. Thanks, Peter.